G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We're talking about Europe and the way that the gospel moved from Israel into the European continent. When we talk about Europe, we've been discussing the issues to do with Paul and his missionary journey to Rome, but the gospel went further afield, Camille, places like Greece and Turkey. Uh, Let's talk about those for a few moments. How significant is it that the gospel went into these lands? Well, they're of the utmost significance because out of these lands, they spread everywhere else. Turkey which is what we now call it, was known in the biblical period as Asia Minor. And Greece, of course, already had a phenomenal legacy thanks to its ancient philosophers and its development of democracy. In fact, the 5th century BC was basically called the Age of Genius. Unbelievable, so many geniuses (laughs) were pumping out stuff from this little country that has influenced the world, and continues to influence the world till now. So both Greece and Turkey had their connections, their location, their history and heritage, and therefore taking the word of God into those places was a bright move. Of course, led by the Holy Spirit, that's why. So you've got the spread of the gospel into Greece, and remember Paul visited churches or planted churches in places like Philippi and Thessalonica, and Berea. Of course, he did his time in Athens a little bit, but Corinth was a major, major victory for the church. And Corinth was strategically located. In fact, Corinth had not one but two harbors, one to the east and one to the west, because it's on an isthmus, meaning a narrow block of land that widens out to two bigger blocks. Panama is an isthmus. That's why they have a Panama Canal. And out of Corinth, which was very maritime and very full of trade, but it also was very religious, and yet they had a very decadent culture. All that was at Corinth, and despite the lewdness and the craziness, a viable church was planted there. And, of course, we have two amazing epistles that came as a result. And when we get to Turkey, we've got such a rich Christian heritage. If you look at modern headlines today, and it looks also Islamic, these times we're talking about with the expansion of Christianity, there was no Islam in those days. Well, let's remember that Asia Minor was the base of what is called the Byzantine Empire. The remnant or survivors of the Byzantine Empire, the Greek Orthodox Church, Constantinople was really, in some ways, like the capital of the world in its heyday. Over a thousand years, you had this Byzantine Empire, only to collapse in 1453 when Mahmoud II conquered the imperial city and made it the capital of the Ottoman Empire. But remember, in Asia Minor, they had places called Cilicia. That's where Paul was from, Tarsus and Cilicia, Cappadocia, Galatia, Bithynian and Pontus, Asia was the name of a 
province, and that's Western Asia Minor, Cilicia, Pamphylia. All these are biblical regions, and they were very fertile to the spread of the gospel. We can read all this, of course, in the book of Acts. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 